What is happening, everyone? Welcome to my podcast channel. So what you're about to listen to is a talk that I gave at the Colorado Media School in Denver, Colorado. And the main point of the talk is social media and how it can be used to build your business, whether that's film, photo, radio, whatever. Um, Huge shout out to the Colorado Media School. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, But without further ado, let's get into it. I wanted to introduce our guest speaker, thank you for coming, Danny McGee. He is a filmmaker um, and also um, uh, an influencer, a social media influencer. Um, He's based out of Manitou, um, and he's got beautiful, beautiful work. So, thanks for coming. Yeah. Cool, well thanks for the intro. So yeah, basically I am a freelance videographer, photographer, and I also use Instagram as one of my tools um, to get work done and to get clients and to build this business. Um, So real quick, I'm gonna just play one of my videos so you guys can kind of see and get a taste of my work. And then I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about myself and then I'm just gonna open the floor for Q&A. Cool, so this is a film that I put out about a year ago now. Um, And it's just a bunch of footage that I filmed over the course of a year. What are you doing right now? Where are you? Who are you with? Sometimes we're so focused on getting to the future that we completely disregard the present moment. So we wait. Hey. Thank you guys. So yeah, um, that was a film that I just put together. It wasn't for a company or anything, it was just a film that I wanted to create. Um, And like I said, that was about a year ago. Uh, But just some background on myself. So I grew up in Colorado, down in Manitou. And growing up in a small town like that, I never really had any friends that really wanted to go out and take photos. Um, Unlike you guys have at this school, I didn't have anyone who was into the same stuff as me. So it was tough in the beginning to kind of just get into it. Um, So in high school, I was kind of into photography and video, but I didn't really know or I didn't think that was really a valid career. Um, But I really wanted to go traveling. So I planned a trip to Iceland and I had a couple friends that said they would join me. And long story short, the day came and they did not want to join me anymore. They weren't able to. And so I ended up going to Iceland alone. Um, I just backpacked around, I hitchhiked. I literally didn't have any money. Um, So I ate top ramen for basically every meal for 10 days. (laughs) And during that trip, I really fell in love with photography and video work. Um, So as soon as I came back from that, I um, was enrolled at school down at UCCS uh, doing biology. Um, I thought I wanted to be a marine biologist. But um, the more and more I got into video work, the more and more I really wanted to do that. Um, So I went to a year doing biology and I just really didn't, didn't really connect with it. And I just had this looming thing over my head that was like, man, like I want to get out. I want to do more trips. I want to film more stuff. Um, So I, the next year I didn't go back um, and I just decided I was going to do film full time. Honestly, I didn't even really know places like this existed. I figured that to go out and meet people who are into the same stuff as me, I had to go traveling. I had to go 
Um, send a million DMs on Instagram to people saying, hey, I saw you're in town. Like I would go to Denver hashtag and be like, hey, saw you're in town. Um, or I saw you're based here. Would you ever want to go shoot? Um, would you ever want to go take photos or do videos or anything like that? Um, and so I was in, in Manitou for about six months after that, just saving up a bunch of money, as much money as I could. And I bought a one-way ticket to Asia. And over the next four months or so, I just traveled around Asia and networked as much as I could. Um, so basically anywhere I would go, I would just look to find these people. And um, whether it's videographers, photographers, just people who were doing online social media type stuff. And I just posted on Instagram every single day and used it as a tool to just network as much as I could. Um, and throughout that trip, I started growing a bit of a following. And at that time, social media wasn't as much of a business as it is now. Um, so yeah, like back then, Instagram was just a place where you just posted stuff that you liked. But nowadays, um, what's so cool about now is like Instagram and social media is a huge part of my business and a lot of my friends' businesses. Um, so I did that for about four months, started to grow my network, and from there I just really networked my way around, learned from friends. Um, like I said, I didn't even know a media school like this existed, so I had to learn all the stuff um, from YouTube videos and from friends, which works, but um, it's definitely not as quick as you would be able to build a network here and learn things here. Um, but that's how I did it. And over the past three years, I've been to some really cool places. Um, I'm gonna just show you guys some photos. Um, so now I'm just gonna kind of open things up for Q and A. Um, if you guys have any questions about social media specifically, um, I can speak speak a lot about that, um, or really anything. Uh, yeah. Good. Um, 2015 to 2016. Yeah, I graduated high school in 15. Yeah. So then when you post on Instagram, and, and obviously with your content, you're trying to stand out above the rest. I mean, there's obviously millions upon millions of people that are trying to grab the attention of everyone on social media. What are some of the techniques, whether it be in your posts or the way you do videos or pictures, to try to get them to reach the most amount of people? What are some of the elements that you use? that maybe some other people can get here and kind of use on, use on their own, to, like I said, just to stand up, but about everyone else trying to grab the attention of everyone else. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, like you said, social media is so crowded now. Um, when I first started back, it was like four years ago, it wasn't as crowded and there wasn't a lot of people really doing it, especially for a career, it just wasn't even a thing. And nowadays, everyone is just trying to grab people's attention all the time. And there's this whole algorithm that, that determines what posts get seen and what doesn't get seen. Um, so it's always a conversation with my friends and I about how do we get our posts seen. Because um, even when you have two million followers, like a tiny fraction of them actually see where you're posting. Um, and I think the best way is to get down to the root and just have unique creative content. 
Um, there's so many people out there doing the same thing. They see other people doing it. They see other people um, having success with it. So they go out to copy it. And you're never going to find success doing that. You can use elements from different people. Um, but the best thing you can do possibly is to just be unique. Um, like with my content, I really try to put people in my shoes. Um, I do a lot of videos with a GoPro um, with a mouth mount. So it's like a FPV, so it puts the person wherever I'm filming. Um, and that's a way that I create content that is unique and different. Um, so finding your own style and just having a, like when someone sees your photo compared to the rest of their feed, are they gonna know that that's your photo or your video, um, even if your name isn't on it? Um, so I think that's what you should be striving for. Um, and first of all, you guys can check out, I have a 45 minute interview with Danny uh, that's still available on Mile, High, on Mile High Sports in the archives or on Mile High Sports app, um, where we went over all this stuff. Um, but Danny, I want you to give them an idea of what your day-to-day -day life is like, because you see the final picture and it seems glorious. Yeah. But you already talked about eating ramen, but talk about what, even when you're in town and you're not working, you're always working, right? Always. Yeah, so that's the one thing about being freelance. Um, I, to make money to eat, I have to work and I have to be proactive. Um, the biggest advice that I would say to someone trying to get clients or trying to get connections is just to reach out to people. Um, so day to day, I try to wake up early because when I first started doing it, like when I was first kind of out of the school schedule, I would sleep in and I didn't really have a routine. I would stay up really late, but right now I'm trying to be very strict and get up early every day um, and just like schedule things. So I'll wake up and I'll say, I'm gonna spend two hours on editing. Then I'm gonna take a little bit of a break. Then I'm gonna spend two hours on emails, reaching out to people, um, putting together pitch decks, stuff like that. Uh, but it's constant, constant work. When you work for yourself, you never get a day off. Even when you say, I'm gonna give myself a day off, you're constantly thinking about Oh, like I could be doing this, I could be doing this, I could be doing this. And it's a blessing and a curse. Um, I love it because I just really like having the freedom to do what I want and to just always like have something to do. Sometimes it gets frustrating, but um, that's what I asked for and that's what I'm enjoying right now. So yeah, it's, it's a tough question because every day is different, but I really try and structure it. Yeah. Go ahead. Strategy to network. Like you said, you went out and actually did person to person. What else did you do, even though you also did it? Oh, you're doing it through social media. Yeah. So um, I guess I wanted to be when I started. I wanted to be travel videographer. Um, so I had to travel. Um, so that that's where Iceland came into play. That's where the ticket to Asia came into play. And I figured once I was in these places, once I was in. Thailand or whatever, I could look on the hashtags and there'd be a bunch of other photographers and video people there that also um, were traveling around. Literally just Instagram DMs. Um, those are That's so good. Dating, yeah. <laughs> yeah. DM sliding is the best way to network. And not only with people, with brands too. Like you'd be really surprised at what brands you can reach out to and literally just send them a DM and say, hey, um, I really love what you're doing. I love your products. I love your service. I love what you're doing. And I'm wondering if you'd ever want to collaborate on something or if I can add any value to what you're doing. Um, and you'd be really surprised how many brands will just get back to you. I want to jump in there. I don't want to take anybody else's time. Maybe yeah. them, you find that these companies, they don't know what to do to try to get this marketing. You find that like, they're looking to you 
and they welcome it, like you're saying. Yeah. So I know they want to take advantage of Instagram, but they're run by older guys who don't get it, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I would say around 50%, 50 of the brands that I work with, I'm basically teaching them how to do everything because um, it's such a new industry. And that's why we're living in such a cool time right now is because we're right at the forefront of this whole social media revolution. Um, it's been around for whatever, 10 years or so. But as far as business-wise goes, we're right at the forefront of that. So we all have such a good opportunity to take advantage of that. Um, yeah, companies just don't know the potential until they see it. Um, recently, I just did a collaboration with a camper van company in Denver. And I reached out to them because I was doing this trip and I was like, hey, um, this is my name's Danny McGee. This is what I do. This is how I can offer value to your company. And he was like, dude, I've never done anything like this before. Like, how does this work? And so I was coaching them through it. Um, but, but it makes you more open to say, like, me going in there and say, oh, it's advertising, right? You're, mm -hmm. I'm, I guess my point is, you guys, like he's saying, you have such a chance to open doors because they, we don't get it. My age group, I'm 45, we don't get it. He does. So that you guys have a better chance if he comes in, I see that video, I want that for my business. You have friendly yeah. is what I'm trying to say when you say it. Yeah. And we grew up, we're like super young, we grew up with social media. We know the ins and outs of it, uh, where like you're saying, most of the people who run these companies and who do um, PR jobs and media jobs for these companies, they're older. Um, so a lot of times it's up to you to kind of explain how things work. Good. Yep. Uh, Sorry. It's okay. So um, I'm thinking about going to Nepal. But That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited and I'm really nervous, but I wanted to like push myself. Um, and I need to know how I should prepare. Like, so should I start DMing people on Instagram in Nepal? Or should, <coughs> like, so that I know like how to get around and like, I need it. So that's kind of on the travel side of things, which I'm also really good at just because I've done it a bunch. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Nepal's awesome. I, I really want to go too. Yourself, but <laughs> I don't know if I'll have the yeah. equipment. So like, um, how do I optimize the equipment I mean, I guess I just have to get really good with this what I have. Yeah. Um, to be honest, equipment isn't a huge deal. Some of the coolest videos I've seen on the internet were filmed with like a GoPro. And a GoPro is like this big. Mm -hmm. um, so just taking advantage of the equipment you have, um, like Nepal is such an awesome place, you'll be able to take advantage of it. Like, everything you see. I don't know if you've been out of the country before. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so everything you see is new, everything you see is interesting. Um, things you kind of just see in everyday life here um, that your mind just forgets about because you see them every day. When you're traveling, it's like being a kid again. You're like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? And you'll want to film all of it. Um, so yeah. Um, as far as research into traveling there, there's a bunch of resources online. Lonely Planet, um, there's a bunch of forums. You can just look up, like, first time traveler to Nepal. What's the best place to go? Gotcha. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you so much. It's going to be an awesome trip. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So you kind of briefly touched on algorithms. How important are they for you whenever you're making your posts? Like, reaching out to people, all of that. Like. Do you really focus on the algorithms or you're more concerned with your content? Well, so, content's but. Yeah, so I struggled with the algorithm for a while. I, like me and my friends all were dealing with this. So we were like, oh, this sucks. How do we take advantage of this? What does it want? Do we need to post two times a day? Do we need to post once a month? Do we need to, like, how do we do it? 
And it just got so exhausting that I was like, screw this, I don't wanna deal with this at all. I'm just gonna focus on creating the best possible content. Um, so with social media, social media is a tool for my business. The main core of what I do is creating quality content. So a lot of the stuff that I make, it doesn't even make it to social media. Um, it'll be a commercial for a company or something. Um, so it's a tool that I use, but what I really focus on, and the thing that I can control is the quality of my content. The algorithm changes every day, but I know that if I keep working hard and I keep dedicating myself to this, I know my content's gonna get better and I'm gonna improve. So control the controllables is what I would say. Yeah. Um, what do you think the biggest discrepancy is between what your life and your work is actually like and what people think it's like? Oh yeah, so people see, so you see this picture right here, but you don't see sleeping in a truck for 10 days. You don't see like fruit being freezing cold. Also, Iceland's really expensive and the only cheap food is gas station hot dogs. So between ramen and gas station hot dogs, we basically didn't eat anything else. So you see this photo uh, very metaphorically at the top of a mountain, but you don't see everything that went into that. Um, that was like, took us almost four hours to get to that spot. Um, after 10 days of not sleeping, cause it's always light there, we didn't sleep. Um, so yeah, you, you see this, but there is a lot of work that goes into it. Um, for every beautiful view and cool place, there's so much hard work that goes into it. So I think we've... How long did you hours on that movie? That one? Um, so it was filmed over the course of the year, just a bunch of different projects. I'd say editing-wise, it probably took uh, like 30 to 40 hours. A lot of it was organizing footage, just like... When you're looking at a year's worth of content and trying to pick the best clips, it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys have to go back to class, but let's thank Daniel.